0: These are the worst of the worst, yet somehow they manage to slip through the cracks of discipline and in most cases have gone on to have the best of careers we have ever seen. Here is a list of the top 10 footballers who should have been banned for life. Number 1. Luis Suarez Adored by Uruguayans and vilified by Ghanaians, Luis Suarez has somehow managed to carve out quite a great career for himself. At one point, he could even have claimed to have been the best number 9 on the planet, teaming up with the likes of Messi and Neymar to conquer Europe along with multiple league trophies. But as talented as he is, Suarez should have been banned long before he got to Barcelona. At each stop in his European career, he managed to dent his reputation more and more. In five matches at his first club, he got three yellow cards and a straight red, despite scoring four goals. At Ajax, he bit Ockman Bakal in a clash with PSV Eindhoven. At Liverpool, he bit Branislav Ivanovic and was only given a 10 match ban after the game was over. He racially abused Patrice Evra and refused to shake his hand the next time they met. At the World Cup in 2010, his handball stopped Ghana from reaching the semi-finals, and in the next edition, wait for it, he bit Giorgio Chiellini. To think that the most severe punishment he ever received for all of his misdeeds was a 4 month ban is absolutely baffling considering what the next player in this list had to endure. Number 2. Eric Cantona To many, Eric Cantona's career was too short. In his heyday, he left everyone captivated by his bravado and sure-footedness, very much like Zlatan Ibrahimovic, a king amongst men and a man of both words and deed. But a turbulent childhood meant that he sometimes showed tendencies of hot-headedness and extreme rage. He had his fair share of bust-ups and is even said to have once punched his own goalkeeper. Yet nothing in his career could have prepared fans for what he did on the 25th of January 1995. He had just received his marching orders in a game and was on his way off the field when a supporter used some expletives on him. The burly Cantona snapped in an instant and hurled himself at the gentleman with a kick straight out of a Bruce Lee movie. The backlash that followed was huge with many pundits calling for his head. In the end, he received a fine and an eight-month ban from the FA. In today's game, he surely would have been banned for life. Number three, Pepe. Unlike the first two, Pepe is not a classy player. He actually relied on his brutish nature to get to the heights that he reached. But in 2009, his assault on Javier Casquero really underlined what the Portuguese hard man was capable of. After Casquero had dived to get a penalty, Pepe lost it and kicked the midfielder twice with his studs. When a fight broke out, he punched another player and then insulted an official before he was pulled off the field. In a strange way, this act of senseless violence endeared him to the Real Madrid fan base, and alongside Sergio Ramos, the most feared centre-back pairing in Madrid history, was born. Number 4. Diego Maradona The fall of the great Argentine was as dramatic as his rise. While many defences failed to stop the mesmeric Maradona, an addiction to drugs was to be his downfall. In the later stages of his career he tested positive for cocaine twice and on each occasion he was slapped with a 15-month ban. And if that wasn't enough to ban him completely from the sport, his fight with the athletic Bilbao players in the 1984 Copa del Rey should have been worthy of a lifetime ban. He brutally kneed a substitute player in the face, leaving him unconscious and then proceeded to hit everyone he could see with kung fu kicks. It took the intervention of riot police to squash the melee, but Maradona was only banned for a mere three months. Amazing. Number 5. Adrian Mutu If you don't know Adrian Mutu, don't beat yourself up about it. He had all the drug problems of Maradona but with none of the achievements. He did have a decent level of skill reminiscent of some of the great Romanian playmakers we know. His time at Chelsea seemed to be going OK until he tested positive for cocaine. Interestingly, his ban was less than half of Maradona's, but Chelsea decided to cut ties with him and sue him. Fast forward to this year, he's retired from professional football and is now the manager of FC Rapid in Romania. I wonder how he will react when his players fail drug tests. Number 6. Nicola Anelka It was only at the tail end of his career that the world got a full view of what the Frenchman could do. His career had been one of numerous missteps and injuries. Early in his career, he became known as Le Sulk for his brooding and taciturn nature. He got a 45-day suspension for missing training sessions at Real Madrid. Somehow, he got back on track at Chelsea for some time before he led the famous mutiny of France at the 2010 World Cup. An 18-month ban from national team duty did nothing to make him want to apologize for his actions and it's still a shock that this man has been on the books of almost every big team in Europe. 7. Elizabeth Lambert To us, Elizabeth Lambert is a legend. In a college match where the stakes couldn't have been lower or the result less significant, she channeled her inner Pepe to deal out some unholy justice to several opposition players. She was recorded on video putting one player to the ground by her hair. Later on, she was seen punching another in the back while dishing out several hard tackles. When the footage went viral, she was banned for six months, but I don't think that would be enough to make her opponents feel safe. She might just be in the wrong sport after all. The UFC and WWE would gladly take her on. Number 8. Rene Higita. The goalie who created the scorpion kick had a real dark side that would have kept him out of the game if he was playing today. In 2004, he tested positive for cocaine and don't forget that in 1993, he assisted a kidnapping and went to jail for seven months. Number 9. Roy Keane Roy Keane was always a tackle away from receiving a red card and in 2001, his tackle on Alf Inger Harlan cemented his status as one of the greatest villains of the modern era. When he wrote in his biography that I'd waited long enough, I fucking hit him hard. The ball was there, I think. The FA descended upon him, adding five games to a band that should have been 50. Number 10, Joey Barton. What hasn't Joey Barton done to get himself kicked out of the professional game? Beating up a man on a night out? Yep, he's done that. Beating up his own teammates at Manchester City? He's done that as well. The man has spent 74 days in prison, yet he still manages to get a contract every time. It's uncanny, really. It must be Joey's world and we're just all living in it. That's all for now, guys. If you enjoyed the video, give it a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. Catch you in the next one. Bye-bye.